We're joined by Mark McKenzie, who is a presenter for BFBS. Now, BFBS is a service that if you have been a member of the armed forces, as I know uh, the majority of our listeners are um, veterans of the armed forces, then you'll be familiar with BFBS. It's been around quite a long time now, and it's there to serve um, anyone who's serving in the armed forces, whether at home or overseas, but particularly important for those that are serving um, overseas. And they could be anywhere in the world, places like the Falkland Islands, Afghanistan, Iraq, Germany, Anywhere else, in fact, uh, you'll be able to uh, find BFBS, wherever there's uh, British personnel. So let's find out more about the service right now from one of the presenters. He is Mark McKenzie. He's based in Scotland, and uh, he broadcasts every weekend on the on the sports show. And um, he's been with BFBS since 2013, and he joins us on Erskine Veterans Radio right now. Hello, Mark. Yeah, hi, Ian. Good to be with you. Um, tell us about how you got started in this then, because do you... you don't have a, a military background as such, but nonetheless, you, you, you've you got one through being part of the armed forces by proxy almost, broadcasting to uh, to military personnel wherever they may be. Tell us how you got started. Yeah, I think if you, you hang, in a, hang around long enough, you probably get accepted. And I think that's my, <laughs> my case. I, my background is I'm a civvy. You know, I, I admit that to anyone that's serving or, or has served, uh, just so they know the lay of the land. But, um, you know, I'm delighted that I, I think I've been accepted within the, the military community within the, the UK and further afield. Uh, my background is radio. I've been uh, broadcasting since uh, 1990. Um, I um, wanted to be in the radio when I was nine years old. It took me a number of years to get into it. So I'm doing my dream job. And genuinely, uh, you know, I've been really, really lucky throughout my career to uh, meet and interview a lot of my childhood heroes and all of that. But I can say hand on heart that every day at BFBS is really, really rewarding. And actually meeting the people that just do what they do, and most of them are really, really humble about what they do, um, is is more rewarding than meeting, you know, <laughs> meeting your idols. Um, for for BFBS, as you say, I go back to 2013. Uh, before that, it was Garrison Radio, and uh, you talked about the BFBS reach there. Um, so on a Saturday afternoon, I do the Saturday Sports Show, uh, which is music and sport, and I do it from Dragon Barracks in Edinburgh uh, and the studio. And my first encounter in that studio was with um, the with a guard and a drugs cabinet and the med office, uh, the medical uh, centre. So we broadcast from the old med centre, which was basically two rooms in Building 19 in Dreghorn Barracks. So when I walked in, there was the guard, drugs cabinet, a bath. You know, it's never come in handy. Thankfully, we've got rid of that. Um, <laughs> on, on Saturdays, I, I stand there and I broadcast to the Falklands, to Germany, to Gibraltar, to Cyprus, uh, around the UK. From the, and I never ever forget that that was that was where it started. You know, so uh, fascinating, and I think it highlights what BFBS and um, everything about the forces is. It, it's able to adapt and it's able to 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 go with the flow, if you like. I, th- I think as well, similar to perhaps um, how things have been really in, in the world over the last year where so many um, of our veterans particularly have been cut off from their families. And of course, it affects the families as well. But the veterans obviously have not been able to have visitors in the usual manner. And I suppose it's similar to, to being when you're stationed 
overseas as well, where you're not able to to just come and go as freely, particularly if you're involved in a conflict, of course. And the service the radio station provides is important because it is a a link, you know, a bridge between um, home and where you are, and 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 you are there to to provide that entertainment. But I think you're a, you're a friendly voice and uh, you know a, a reassuring voice of of normality. Would that be fair to say? I'll take normality. That, that sounds good to me. Um, yeah, I think I think you're right. BFBS um, is um, is far from unique in that we entertain and we inform, but our audience is unique, and that's the important part. Um, I think over the years we've seen technology change, so the dependent on um, the only way to get messages out. Um, of the country are back in for the armed forces in the past was through BFPS. Now smartphones mean that you know you've you've got all of that connectivity. But what we do is we're we're able to do that connection, do that information. Um, it's it's a soft sell if you like. You know we're playing songs and then we're talking about things that interest the the armed forces and we're doing that twenty four seven. We're passing that information on. We're connecting the the families um it's best summed up by you know music is so emotive um and it's the best thing in the world but if you hear a song and your partner is or your family is listening to the same song at the same time regardless of where they are in the world you've got that instant connect there as well haven't you um you know bfbs is a well-kent face and voice in particular overseas so we we at the moment have around about 85 percent of the, those serving um, listen to BFBS on a regular basis. A lot of radio stations, any radio station, I think would give their <laughs> their high teeth uh, for that kind of that, that kind of figure. Um, and uh, you know, I, I, for for a lot of people, it's they're probably more aware of it when they've served overseas than than here in the UK. Uh, but what we do in the UK is is really important as well. And what it does even is it breaks down that. Um, some of the myths uh, as well, we, we find that we have a lot of interested civilians that listen in because they want to know what's going on. Uh, veterans, you know, want to know what's happening with the guys that they used to serve with. Um, and so, yeah, we've got. I think we've got a key role there to fill. And that's right as well, isn't it? Of course, you, you don't just go and serve in one place and, and you could be in a, a battalion or a, a regiment that's, that's stationed in one place and then they move off. But obviously your, your mates from, from before are, are still left behind or, or vice versa. And, and it is keeping in contact, not just uh, you know at, at home, but with, the, with your, uh, your fellow pals um, who you know that, could be serving and moving around um, around the world, and uh, obviously we we know full well now that at the time of recording, there's all the situation in Afghanistan brewing up. Of course, that's been a big part of um, life in in the armed forces over the last twenty years as well, hasn't it? And uh, and over that time, you will have been broadcasting uh, over over there too to to those forces, of course, as well, which must have been particularly crucial, I think, at the at the height of the the conflicts and and what what happened over there too. You know, keep that morale up, I suppose, and uh, at times that must have been very difficult as well. Yeah, I think uh, you know you've got to uh, to approach it with sensitivity, um, and uh, we you're trying to find that balance of keeping that connection going. Uh, you know, I I remember um, phoning um, very early in the morning, like half past five in the morning, because of the difference with with the times in Afghanistan and doing link ups with the guys and some of them were out in forward operating bases out in the fobs and trying to get them to do messages home for their families and I know for a fact that those families took so much 
out of it. And while I talked about earlier on about technology changing the smartphones, uh, meaning that they were able to do that, they weren't able to do it from there because they had to pass this satellite phone around and you get this kind of crackly message coming back you know and they've got two minutes and they're getting wound up by their mates you know that's the that's the best thing about the military and that you'll have found it with the, the veterans in Erskine as well it's that banter and it, it you know we all like to take the mickey out of our mates but it's, it's so much better uh, in that military community and it keeps them going um, and I know for a fact that um, families who recorded the messages uh, when they were getting them, still listen back to them all these years on from, you know, the height of the Afghan conflict. But you talked about Ed, uh, about the um, connection in Edinburgh is a is a great example of it. BFBS Scotland broadcast from Dragon Barracks in Edinburgh, where we've got three rifles based. Now, three rifles recruit from the northeast of England. Um, the, it was home to one Scots who recruit from the west of Scotland. Uh, they're currently in Belfast, in the Hollywood Barracks in Belfast, sorry, Palace Bar Barracks in uh, Belfast. So BFBS Scotland and Northern Ireland, when we when we link up, which we do on a regular basis, we're a they're able to hear the friendly, hopefully relatively friendly voice of me um, over in, in Belfast as well as um, in Edinburgh. There's no escape. <laughs> it is, um, you know, it, and it is um, a service, of course, that's provided on behalf of, of the government, on behalf of the MOD as, as well. So you're not like a commercial radio station as such. You've got a contract with the MOD to provide this service. And obviously that is good because it, it, it shows that the government, the MOD, take this entertainment and this connection um, you know, really seriously. And, and it's an important part, as, as, as much as an important part of, of the armed forces as, as everything else. It really is. Um, it, it, you know, we are funded by the MOT, but it's really important to stress that we are we're impartial. We're not there as a propaganda machine for the for the MOD. We will challenge the MOD. We will ask the hard questions as well. But ultimately, our aim is to get across uh, to our audience, whether whether it's serving veterans or the interested um, civilians as well, is to get across the great work that the, the military do in highlight and spotlight. Uh, and again, what is really humbling is you, you'll speak to the guys and say, that's fascinating what you're doing. I want to speak to you about it. And they, they're just doing their job. You know, they don't see it as fascinating because they're they are in that and they're doing it. But we want to get across. Um, you know, a lot of people listening to, to BFBS are, are bemused at the, when we start talking about sporting opportunities, you know. And you, you look at the recent Olympics and past Olympics and you've got you've got army serving personnel who represent their country at the Brit at the Olympics, at uh, the Paralympics, and that's that's clearly the pinnacle of sport. But there's so many opportunities for those that serve to do sport, and perhaps that's something that's not always comes across when you look at the recruiting or you see the news stories um, on the nine o'clock news, ten o'clock news, whatever. Um, so there's so many different aspects there to the to the military, and again, BFBS um, and the B with the MOD funding we're able to, to do that as well. We touched on the, the Paralympics, and of course the Paralympics gets underway this week, and already we're starting to see British medal winners, which is fantastic news. Um, but of course a number of those involved in the Paralympics are ex-servicemen and women who obviously they would rather probably not be in the Paralympics, um, but nonetheless, when you're served such bad fortune and injury that, that changes your life, to, to then really put your all into into that 
and 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 carry yourself on and and become a medal winner and really get you some give yourself something to aim for and, and achieve that is is a great thing and and we're seeing many ex service personnel aren't we Mark who who are now reaching those heights and uh, have have changed their lives for the better despite the adverse circumstances they were presented with yeah well I mean you look at JJ Chalmers uh, for example um, who has found this this new life through through broadcasting strictly uh, Paralympics Olympics as well. Uh, you've got the powerlifter Mickey Yule, who's uh, from Scotland, who uh, you know has done and that desire, that passion, that drive, that determination, if you like, that is in so it's in so many of us, but in particular in that military um, ethos. Uh, is still there and it gives them something as you say to, to aim for something to focus and this whole new pardon the expression a whole new lease of mm. life yeah and 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 it's that i think f- for many people it, it it is easy to think well you know you could you, you've got a lot of choices i suppose oh well you've got a few choices um when something like that happens and and to to really show that fight and i suppose that's that that's the fight that you have to to be in um, competition, but obviously the fight that you have to show in the armed forces as well to you know never give up and keep going and and, and really um, you know put yourself through these these tough circumstances and and, and pull yourself through. Yeah, I I um I have a bit of a chuckle at times because one of, you know one of the things we do is we promote um, all the charities and uh, all the sponsored events that are going on. Uh, if I was to tell you that each Monday we probably get at least a dozen bits of communication, whether it's via Facebook, email, phone, whatever, and it's somebody that's doing this this challenge. Um, and uh, nine times out of ten, it'd be in the military. It's on a bike because they go mm-hmm. everywhere that they possibly can uh, on on bikes. Feeling that it's running, you know, during the um, during the Euros, uh, we had um, a guy who had swam the English Channel. Uh, he then ran, fr- sorry, cycled from Lands End to John O'Groats. He ran the first mile from. Uh, John O'Groats uh, back south in a full bomb disposal outfit. Wow. Um, uh, <laughs> and they're fairly he heavy. Ran, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he ran, and this was the bit that caught my attention because it was when Scotland were playing England. He was then running from Scotland, he's English, he was then running from Scotland uh, to England at the same time that the game was going on. And he <laughs> did all this in the space of, you know, about 10 days. I mean, it's just, it's superhuman. Um, and that's happening all the time. You know, there's the, the, the there's veterans walking the, the West Highland Way to raise money for all the charities, including Erskine. Um, we, we, we see it all the time. Most of our military and most of our veterans are, want to be so active, you know, and keep doing what they what they do. Yeah, absolutely. We've got the Sporting Senior Games taking place in uh, September. It's, it's a bit different, a bit yeah. more re- remote um, uh, this year, so happening on an individual kind of uh, basis, but that is happening through September, and I know that um, training is is very much underway for that and uh, no doubt the Paralympics being back on the TV this this next week will will certainly up the ante there but um, competition yeah, I, no, no matter how old they are you know and, and, well, and it could be in the 90s 100s they're, uh, they're there absolutely <laughs> I mean, we, uh, we covered that a couple of years ago and I remember speaking to Ian, the chief exec, and him saying, you know, he's blown away by just how passionate and how hyped up they get and how com- how competitive that's what it is. But I'll tell you what, they might be going uh, kind of toe-to-toe or nose-to-nose and they might be, but at the end of it, they'll be best pals, you yeah. know, and that, that comradeship continues uh, throughout, the, throughout the life. And 
uh, so much of that is about the, the military community, which is so different in so many ways from from city life. And as you say, it's that banter, and that's everything comes down to that. I'm finding no matter who I've spoken to over the last few months, um, when we talk about the veterans and we talk about the you know the the the, the re- things that are really important and the things that they miss when they're not part of the armed forces and, and really why being at Erskine um, and, and being a resident at Erskine is a is an important thing is because it brings that back. It brings that armed forces banter back that they, you know, um, get on a daily basis and they can, you know, have a chat and, and around lunch, dinner, whatever it might be. And, and, and that kind of stuff continues. And that's that lifestyle is, is the important thing. Yeah, and you'll see it on so many different levels as well. It's as high as tri-service. Uh, so the army will take the mickey out of the RAF. You know, the RAF traditionally stay in hotels where the, the, the army are, <laughs> are there. You know, and all that kind of banter that goes on. And then it comes down to individual units as well. And, you know, who you served with or who you serve with. And everybody thinks, rightly so, that they served with the, with the best uh, yeah. and the most intense. Yeah, if I was joining any of the armed forces, it would genuinely have been the RAF. But I think, yeah, the the hotel argument is definitely is de- it's definitely a strong one, um, and and for families as well. I mean, we find that you know communication with families and families, um, you know, being able to keep up to date with what's happening um, around Erskine. But I imagine similar for BFBS. You know, the it's it's a, a very easy way for families to just have the radio on and and keep in touch with also the banter, but also with what maybe is happening uh, around the various um, forces uh, wherever they may be stationed. Yeah, I, BFBS's history goes back seventy eight years, and really that was that was the start of it. It was those uh, those family link ups uh, with back home and getting those messages back. That that's never stopped. As I say, technology makes it perhaps a bit easier, but there's something special about hearing uh, that message on the radio, hearing that that connect and you know we did it at Christmas there we we linked up with uh, Radio 1 and there's so many of the messages going out on Radio 1 as well as uh, on BFBS and it's not just radio now it's social media you know I, I we Collington Primary Schools are a local primary school in Edinburgh we do a lot with them and at one point, I don't think it's quite as high now, but at one point it was something like 90% of the children in the school were of service families. Hmm. Now, can you imagine being one of the 10%, the 10% that wasn't? But, um, you know, that... Uh, so get them involved and you get the, the, proud, the, the pride of the parents who can't necessarily be there because uh, mum or dad's serving overseas, but are still able to get that connection uh, with with families. It's, um, it is, it's a fantastic service and, and of course long long may it continue and uh, not just on, on radio, of course, TV as well so it's, uh, you know, it's it's a full multimedia um, service of course in the, in the larger part with, with all the news and, and all that, uh, you know, we've got reporters embedded with troops and all that kind of thing I know as well because a couple of friends of mine have been reporters for BFBS in yeah. the past and uh, been to all sorts of scary places hanging out the back of chinooks and all sorts of things so it's uh yeah it's uh <laughs> it can be quite a quite a job for journalists as well it, it really is and again that impartiality is really important you know there's the, the there's privileged access in a lot of cases because we're reporting on uh, on our audience uh, as well uh, news news is crucial but with news you've got to stay impartial because as soon as you don't um then you lose any respect that anyone has um and you mentioned TV, we have you know forces news there as well, 
uh, we have Forces TV, um, and, but we also have social media, and social media, as everyone knows, is, has grown um, you know, beyond anyone's expectations, and um, and mm. that gives us a, another platform uh, as well, and another another outlet, and uh, you know, I, 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 unfortunately this year there's no Royal Edinburgh Military Tattoo, for example, um, and I've got to mention it because um, I, I get wound up by, about it all the time, but the, the video that, that I did two years ago um, for all of the Royal Edinburgh Military Tattoo uh, with over now over two million views of this little two minute video you know um and it wow. just again it shows you the, the power and the, the lovely color and sound and uh, but a great way of spreading the message of what the, the tattoo does but again at the same time linking everybody back into this military um audience and the military feel of things well thanks for joining us mark and telling us a little bit more about bfbs it's been great speaking with you where, where can we find bfbs these days because i think you're everywhere aren't you dab online on all that kind of jazz yeah it is it is um it's, I, I often joke on here it's it's harder to miss it, it you know it's harder to to miss us than it is to get us because uh, we are literally all over the place um so we we're across the the uk on dab plus uh, bfbs scotland however uh, broadcasts on fm in edinburgh uh also Inverness, Fort George and Glen Course. Uh, we have DAB Plus in Glasgow. You can get us online at bfbs.com. You can download the BFBS app there. We've got 22 stations at the moment, Ian, 22 uh, different methods of output. Um, and as I say, that goes from Cyprus, Gibraltar, but we also now have our specialist stations as well, uh, playing rock and indie music on BFBS Edge. Uh, we've got BFBS Beats, which is dance music. We've got Rewind for uh, the slightly older. I feel more comfortable there for sure. Um, and they're they're all there for a reason. You know, they've, they've not just been created. It's because there's that need uh, and that desire to have that. And uh, Scotland is a different audience uh, from uh, BFBS Catrick, for example, or Salisbury Plains. We, we have all of that as well. And again, through the coronavirus, where in different countries had different lockdowns, and it was really, really important that we had that that connect. We were able to champion uh, what the forces were doing on the likes of Rescript, uh, for example, as well. And it, as I say, it's just about getting that message out there as to what the serving personnel are doing, uh, keeping the, the civilians and indeed the veterans up to date with what we do too.